Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is entitled Draw the Blinds on Yesterday, and this is episode six. It was written by Marcus L. Rowland, and our GM is Mick Swan. Once again, I will be doing the recap as Father Damielos. So, without further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. <clears throat> A letter of update to Metropolitan Theodoros of Epistomopolis, Greece. Evlogite, your eminence. I have told you the tale of the heroes of Flight 1743 and our investigation into the strange happenings that robbed us of three weeks of our existence. I have described the battle we fought with the strange, multiphasic creature. Forgive my use of the term, I repurposed it from Star Trek, but it sounds good. Let me now describe the aftermath of those events. The police arrived shortly after the battle ended. Those of us who were injured were taken and given medical care. The body of the creature was collected and taken into the town for further examination. And I'm sure that photos will appear in the local newspaper. I have asked not to be included simply because I do not wish to have my parish overrun with curiosity seekers. We have speculated that the creature could be either an alien or a mutant. My companions seem to favor the latter. But I think that it may be that whatever affected our airplane is what allowed this creature to cross over from its own reality. The mysterious woman, the huntress, we tried to get the police to detain her. However, as expected by all, she left the policeman dazed and confused and vanished. Um, I spoke to the policeman in charge concerning the Saracen Stone at the end of the pool. He said there were quite a few throughout the area and that most, uh, the most famous one being Stonehenge, but uh, he mentioned others. Apparently many years ago, members of the Methodist Church, the Wesleyans, known as Stonebreakers, did their best to remove all traces of these ancient monoliths, thinking that they represented something pagan and probably motivated by fear. They would light fires around these standing stones and heat them up. Then they would throw cold water on them, causing them to shatter into pieces. He told me that some of the local farmhouses had incorporated these stones in their structures and that some of the farms still had standing stones on their properties. While I would never approve of the demolition of ancient historical artifacts, I cannot help but wonder if the stone at Drew's pool is not somehow linked to these terrible events. I felt something awful from the stone before anything happened. I cannot explain this feeling without resorting to metaphysics, Whatever ancient and unexplained monuments occur around the world, there will always be, forgive my use of a colloquialism, crackpots who seek to tap into some hidden mysterious power and only end up worshipping a lump of rock in the middle of a field somewhere. The policeman mentioned this Stonewall farm, and we are already planning on visiting the honeymakers at the Thompson farm. Both places apparently have standing stones. The police asked us to stay in town for the evening, and they put us up in the local inn. 
We spent part of the evening chatting with locals about their fear of power lines and how some of the father, far farmers were quite odd and uh, xenophobic. Quite frankly, I'm surprised that superstition and fear of strangers still persists in our modern age. It is said in the writings of St. Ischius that the pursuit of dreams is foolish and that these nighttime visions are nothing more than meaningless phantasms. However, I wish to relate what I saw in my dreams. It was simple and nothing like I have ever experienced before. Through a tunnel, I came to an empty field and above me, burning fire. It, it was there. I, I could see it, but I cannot describe it. It was nothing like the sun. It was not like a bonfire or as if something burned. It was unnameable, and it left me very troubled. In the morning, when the cock crowed, we uh, had our breakfast. Then we met with the policeman in charge. He told us first that the creature that we had killed was all wrong, that its insights were quite different biologically than a terrestrial animal. He then asked us about the knife, and he told us that it was made from volcanic glass, obsidian. We made the decision right then to tell the sergeant everything. We arrived at the situation room intending to do this, uh, and there before us were the two men who we recognized from the airport. Let us hope now that we will get to the bottom of all this nonsense. Pray for us, Your Eminence. We face things that are much bigger than ourselves. Presbyteros Damialos Grigoritis, St. Hieronymus Parish, Norbiton, London, England. Well, as you say, you've, you've recognized the, the two men as the, uh, the two police officers, the detective and the uniformed officer who interviewed you at the airport. And uh, they've definitely recognized you. There's a moment's pause, and the, 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 the uniformed officer looks at the plainclothes officer, and uh, he thinks for a second, and says, um, I think it's better if we get this over and done with as quickly as possible, isn't it? Uh, quite so. We are, not, we are surprised to see that it is you all over again. You are no doubt surprised that it is us. Uh, not entirely surprised, no. Um, we've, we've got a few things we'd, we'd like to discuss with you. Um, the, um, I think it's best if you uh, go, go, go and put it on now, if you will. And um, the, the, uh, the uniformed officer that wanders off somewhere. We've got something we'd quite like you to have a look at. Um, just wait for my colleague to uh, return. He's got to... I, I would like to reassure you, however, before you begin, that we are just as much in a mystery as you are. We 
came here because we were curious and we wanted to try and figure out what happened to us. And we are perfectly willing to tell you everything that we know. We don't well, know glad, much. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. But um, perhaps you'd uh, explain by telling me um, how you all come to be here at the same time, given that your, your story that when we interviewed you was that um, you were all uh, strangers. Yes. And yet you seem yeah. to be here. Yes. We, uh, by, by divine providence, perhaps, after we left your interview, we were all in the line together, uh, getting ready to go through customs. And we collectively saw something very unusual. Um, I will get to that in a moment. But it is only by happenstance that when we left, my uh, assistant from my, my parish uh, had brought the church van. And I was simply trying to be hospitable. And these were my line companions. That's all they were. I thought, I'll just give them a ride if they want to go somewhere. And uh, we all piled in the van and we left. And since then, there have been some very strange things. But the thing I wanted to tell you was about the woman. And when I say that, I look at him. Maybe I'm using psychology to see if when I say the woman, that he's like, oh, shit, the woman. <laughs> oh, you don't, you don't have to use psychology for that. He's, he's, you can see a, a very definite glimmer of recognition. The feeling you get is that you've just saved him some work. Yeah. So, you know about the woman. It is the woman who we followed here. And what is your relationship with this woman? None whatsoever. I don't, I did not even see her on the airplane. Did any of you, I can't remember if any of you saw her on the airplane. Uh, I don't think so. She seems to have some sort of gift, if you will, for avoiding people. Yes, yes, that was germane to the, uh, well, we should uh, probably, um, let me just play you this. And the, uh, the, other, the other officer has now returned with a television and video recorder on a large wheeled trolley. Okay. Sort of thing you have in village halls. And um, he pops a courage. You think you could mute? Is it? Oh, definitely. Um, he uh, he slots the uh, the video cassette in and uh, just says, "If you if you don't mind, I'd uh, I'd like you to watch this." And it seems to be an excerpt, not the entire interview, but just an excerpt from an interview with the woman that, that you have also seen. And in this excerpt, they ask her her name.
which which she gives as um, as Mrs. Mick has turned over to the wrong page. <laughs> That's a very Greek name, Mrs. Mick has. Mick has, Mick has turned over to the wrong page. Oath. Mick, yeah. <laughs> um, oath. <laughs> I think it was Pamela something. Oh, no, I've ruined the flow now. I've ruined the... Oh, no, it isn't. No. The name she gives um, at this point uh, is Ariadne Kiros, Kyrios. Ariadne Kyrios. Which is uh, yeah. uh, spelled K Y R O. Yeah, K R Y I O S. It means Lord, Greek. But it's the it's a fairly common last name. So yes, yeah, so the, the the they say to her, "Your name is Ariadne Kyrios," and she says, "Yes." Um, can you tell us anything about your uh, experience on this flight? To which she just says, uh, I've told you everything you need to know. It's perfectly satisfactory. I'm free to go. And the officer, who's currently um, been talking to you, repeats what she just said to him. She stands up. She walks out. And the uniformed officer says, next. And the video ends. And so I, you're I, saying that you've met this woman. <laughs> what we just saw there is exactly what we observed. She did the same to the customs agents. She walked to the head of line in the, the taxi line and simply took the taxi. Nobody better than I. We found that she later that the taxi man could not remember who she was or where he left her off. And our friend... Um, Rod, my friend here, my my hero who beat the shit out of me, he uh, he tried to speak with her, and for ten minutes he couldn't remember anything about her. I see. Um, and have you seen her at any stage while you've been in this village? Yes. Uh, she. Have you seen the creature? Yes, we've... Uh, Have you seen the knife? The You've seen the knife? We were shown a black glass knife by the... She uh, is the one who killed the creature. She threw the knife and she killed him. She was in the woods. So we you're saying that was, that was her knife? That was her knife, yes. I see. And she did it from quite a distance. It was quite an amazing shot. So she killed that creature. And she also, well, I think that we did most of the work, especially Cam. He skewered the thing like souvlaki, like a shish kebab. But uh, she, she gave the final death blow. And then she tried to sneak away, and we, we told the police to follow her and to stop her. And then the police were dazed and confused and could not find their way home. And I want to ask a question now that I'm thinking about it. In the video, mm -hmm. she's obviously in the, the green 
claw, uh, hair thing, and uh, and she has the sunglasses. Does yeah. she ever take off the sunglasses? Um, not in the video, no. Okay, so it doesn't have to do with her hypnotizing them like in the old movies with her eyes. Hmm. She just seems to have some sort of power over the person. Did Does she have any weird does, movements? This is just something I'm thinking out. Does she always have that scarf every single time? Do we ever yeah. see her with the scarf? Um, Maybe the scarf no, is. None of, none of you have ever seen her without the scarf. Maybe the scarf is her powers. Maybe. It's my only suggestion. Now, we have been very fair in telling you everything that we've, we've known so far. What do you know that you don't, you haven't told us? Why were you there waiting for us in the airport with your video cameras? Well, we were, we were waiting for you because your plane had disappeared for three weeks, which I think is, 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 is fair cause for us to be, um, at the very least, highly suspicious. Um, but then when you started spending time with other people from the flight, uh, it was decided that we would uh, put a tail on you, as we call it. Um, we did that. We also had a briefly had a tail on the on the woman, but um, he, uh, well, I think you know what happened to him. <laughs> Quite obvious. Um, but uh, our our real uh, our, our interest was really piqued when, um, well, two by two things really. First of all, we had uh, a report from uh, a local officer from this village who mentioned an unusual woman who had been seen hanging around the site where the uh, the children had died. Um, now we, uh, we attempted to, uh, ascertain who she was. Um, and despite the fact that her, uh, her description seemed to fit rather well with, um, the woman we had seen at the airport, we, uh, we found that the car she was using had been rented under the name of Penelope Christos. Huh. Now, Obviously, this uh, this drew our uh, attention to Little Pulford. Um, of course, there are other reasons why we might have been interested in Little Pulford, which I'm sure you know by now. Yes, we we you probably have more accurate readings than we do. We kind of surmised that the airplane disappeared right over this spot. Yes, yes. Um, just a little to the west of here. There is a Saracen stone next to the pool where the children were killed. And this is going to be, perhaps this is very subjective, but I had a very strange feeling when I was near this stone 
there was some kind of something there. And it was shortly after that that we were attacked by the creature. The creature was not there and it phased into existence in front of us, like it unfolded from outer space, from, from like it was walking through a door or something. I don't did, know how did, to explain did any of the, the, did any of, uh, did anyone else see this? Any of you others? Did, 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 did any of you? Not really, no. It was, yeah, it would just appeared, yes, I guess it came out of the woods or something, but uh, I didn't really get a good good look at when it came in until it was there. We weren't I, all staring. I wasn't there. And Mr. Banks, Mr. Lisbon, did you did you see this thing appear? It fucking saw it appear. It was right in fucking front of us and we had to fight the goddamn thing. What, what are you asking? Did you, you you saw it appear from out of nowhere? Is is what I'm asking. Yeah, it came up from out of nowhere. What do you want to know? About as good as example as any, I guess. Well, I'm sure you understand that. That's that's um. It's it not is an easy thing to believe. It is a rather ridiculous thing. I have to tell you, because of my religious beliefs, my first thought of what it was some sort of a demonic presence. Uh, whether you believe that or not, it is what I thought. And I quickly surmised when uh, our friend Rod uh, attacked it, and I realized that it was actually a physical being. Uh, uh, we thought perhaps it was a creature from a local laboratory. My friends thought maybe it was some sort of a mutant animal. Uh, in any case, I think that it's all connected and somehow this woman is also connected with it. We thought that perhaps she was doing this. But it makes more sense that she was on the airplane with us and that she also came here looking to find what had caused our disappearance. And she seemed to know about the monster because she came prepared like a huntress to kill the thing. It is crazy. Well, let's, let's suspend disbelief for a moment. And well, we could be wrong. Our interpretation from our perspective, we, we have uh, a plane disappearing for three weeks. Then, at exactly the same point on the ground, below where the, 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 the plane disappeared and reappeared, we have two horrific child murders, a series of livestock killings, some sort of strange animal that appeared out of nowhere and a woman who seemingly has um, miraculous powers of hypnotism who then kills the strange animal with a glass knife at this point i'm i'm willing to entertain um, a variety of theories as to what might be going on um 
what have you found? I mean, what have you, is there anything that's presented itself while you've been here as a potential lead? Well, I'm giving you an opportunity to to we have to we help have, our inquiry. It is always difficult to sift through what is useful and what is not. But that is kind of your job, I guess. We have a number of farms in the area, all of which have similar Saracen stones. We've only been told this. We haven't actually seen. Our next leg in this investigation was to go and start investigating this. We have a cult that makes honey that no one buys. And we have a farm mentioned by one of the locals Stillwell or something like that, that they find to be very weird people. I don't know if that means anything, but they also seem to have a stone. It has something to do with the stones. Maybe they're, let's, I, you, you say we dis, to, to suspend disbelief. I, I am a, a fan of science fiction. Let us say that somehow these stones are magnetic and they have opened up a hole, I, it's very Twilight Zone. They've opened up a hole through which our airplane flew and the creature fell out of. What about those uh, those uh, high-tension high power lines that we're going through that everyone's ma making a fuss about? Everybody's afraid of the high-tension power lines. Well, they've, been they the, 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 they've been there since the... Well, when, could that they be part of the thing there? <laughs> The local sergeants is oh, that, that were back in the sixties. That were back in the sixties. My, they my they've been there for quite some time, so I don't think it's really connected with that. My my first thought was that the woman was a witch, and I know that sounds ridiculous in this day and age, but she's a woman who has some sort of magical powers. So what better to call her than a witch? Well, I'm not sure we're talking about magical powers. I mean, I, 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 to be honest, I've seen I've seen stage hypnotists doing the same sort of thing. So, and, well, uh, uh, I, I, I hate to bring within, up it's within the bounds of, of of reason to expect that someone can pull off something like that. It's just she's particularly good at what she does. Um, I, I hate to bring up uh, other movies that I've seen, but there's a movie called Looper, where the woman, I mean, sorry, Looker where they had a device that if they shot it in your face, it was light beams. You couldn't remember anything that happened. The people who this was happening to didn't even have, know there was a gun. They were instantly hypnotized, and they forgot everything after that for 20, 30 minutes. So it could be technological. Well, well that's, I mean, that's obviously the, 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 our primary... Uh... But we saw nothing happen in your tape. That is very important. Yes, yes. There was. Um, it's very difficult for us as well. We we remember very little of the interview itself. Um, but my recollection of the interview is is very different to that that's, that's shown on the uh, on the videotape. I I actually recall her giving me answers that satisfied my inquiry, although I couldn't tell you what those answers were. Hmm. It's all very strange. Now, look, um, I'm told by the local sergeant that they put you up at the pub. Yes. I'm going to need you to stay there <laughs> and remain in the village. We've got a team of people um, 
coming down. Um, boffins, scientific types, need to take reading. Um, yeah, I think I think we stayed plenty long enough, as far as I'm concerned. It, yeah. It really, uh, it really wasn't a request. So. Hey, well, what, what the fuck are you like us to do while we while we sit around here? You're free to do whatever you want, as long as you don't leave the environs of this village. I think we should continue our investigation. Why don't you yeah. join us? I couldn't possibly sanction anything like that, sir. Can you oh, well. prevent it from happening? Similarly, I couldn't prevent it from happening, but of course, if you were to find out any information in the course of your stay in this village... Um, it is I not our intention to keep you. Contact the incident room. Yes, in fact, we there's nothing that we wish to keep from you. For all the lot of help you've been. Well, gentlemen, it's Near still very early. Over his glasses. It's still very early. Uh, I don't see any reason to keep the secret from him. So, I think what? Where should we go today? Where should we investigate? Well, the honey people or the the odd people? Didn't we get kicked out of? Well, we didn't get kicked out, but we didn't. We get, didn't we go to the honey people or no? No, no we haven't been no. there yet. There's the map again. Yes, we've been to Corey's farm, and we were talking about going to Thompson Farm, where the honey people are, and we were also interested in the south wells farm can you can you see my uh, yes yes and that's thompson's farm there right the it's a pretty good so map spoke, spoken to the chap from Enel's farm correct yes and he doesn't like the people from south wells and Corey's farm um, like anyone at all <laughs> he fired a gun at you and uh, i believe someone in the pub told you that wainwright's farm is um the derelict Well, let's go. Let's go to Thompson. That's where I would like to go. The honey people. The honey uh, people. That was originally yeah. our agenda. I would like to go see the hippies. I agree with Francis. It seems like the best lead. I think they called them yippies with a Y. What's I the difference? I don't know why. I guess yippies here in England, huh? The the hippies are like the twenty years ago. What's the difference? I don't know. Nineteen eighties, they could be zippies. Or yuppies. Yeah, if you see braces and, and uh, red glasses. <laughs> Run away. Well gentlemen, shall we go then? Sure. Uh, I'm I'm for the ride. Can, I'm sorry, sir. Can I ask your name? Uh, my name is uh, Detective Inspector Potter. Potter of the Yard. Oh, you're Scotland Yard. Well, so actually, I'm Special Branch. So. I see. So? Uh, if that will be all, you're free to go. As I say, simply 
don't leave the village. Well, we have roadblocks. We have roadblocks in place anyway. There's, there's really, there's nowhere you can go. The, so, uh, for how long? The officers on the roadblocks are uh, instructed not to let anyone in or out of the village until we figure out what's going on here. All right. For how long? As long as it takes. Them. Well, then the faster we can solve this problem, the better. As I say, I could not officially condone that course of action, but uh, how you we, spend we, your time while you're here in the village is entirely up to you. This is, after all, free country, sir. All right. We are acting on our own free will. You have warned us. However, can we rely on your assistance if we need you? Yeah, he, uh, he gets the uh, the sergeant to jot down the number of the incident room for you. Thank you very much. So, I'm going to assume we leave. Rod. I'm just going to pull up the, um, the map again because I want to show you something. Okay. Rod. Are you these, okay? These T's on the map. I see them. Those are telephone boxes. Oh, okay. Just cool. Because you don't have at the junctions. Mobile phones like that. Sorry, I was. Gonna... So as we're leaving, I say to Rod, Rod, are are you okay? Because you were quite traumatized yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So everything's still kind of fuzzy, and everything that you just said is not really making a whole lot of sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's crazy. And yet, those two police officers just didn't bat an eye and seemed to swallow everything you told them. So. I am wondering if they are who they say they are. Yeah, it seems... It seems kind of weird that we can't leave. I understand that, you know, we're under investigation, but it seems kind of weird that we can't leave this. Well, I think he's really just asking us not to leave. Um, if it wasn't for the fact that they were at the airport when we landed, I would be extremely suspicious, but... They seem to already be investigating the strange disappearance of Flight 1742. Did I get that? 1743. I think it was the other flight. It seems to me we got three people, uh, well, three groups of people here uh, who are looking into this whole thing because it's affected them, the police, us, and this uh, lady. That's out there. I'm, I'm, makes me wonder how many more people are, are snooping around. So maybe that's why the police are kind of tightening down here is to try and you know, not let it get out of hand. You know, I keep thinking everybody who has spoken to us about the honeymaker people 
I don't remember the name of their cult. They have spoken of them as they are good people. Uh, nobody seems to buy their honey, but they don't speak of them in a bad way. However, they do speak of Cori, and they speak of the the other place, uh, Spillwells, or whatever it is called, in not so good a light. I hope we aren't wasting our time going to the honey people. But what, what is our goal? Why are we going there? We just want to see what's... Just want to buy some honey? Well, I like honey. Don't you like honey? Yeah. Take you back, make some baklava with the honey. It's delicious. Um, it's just, I don't know. I guess we're just, I'm just curious. Rod, if you are not up to this, and I totally understand it. I, I, yesterday was terrifying. But you, you saved us all with your attack on the creature. I mean, you weren't the only one, but you you kept the creature completely occupied. I think the creature was completely surprised that you were doing this. I don't know if you were, if I said this, but from what I heard, good job there, uh, Rod. So, I guess we are going to the honey place. Uh, who's going to drive where? <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> the creature smells so bad that this has affected our game master. <laughs> like I told you, it was Winston there again. Oh, make all that noise. Oh, it's, it's, it's spicy. It's horrible. <laughs> oh, dear. Never ever feed your dog kale. <laughs> kale. All he needs is greens. Stops from eating grass. Um, so, where would our intrepid band of, of investigators like? To I guess we're heading north up to Stillwell. No, um, Thompson Farm. Okay, Thompson's farm. Well, I mean, it's it's a it's a fair walk, but it um, doesn't take long. Or you could drive up there in your van if you like. Well, it's still early morning, isn't it? And this was right after breakfast. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you you were interviewed only for about half an hour. Yeah. About about ten o'clock, ten fifteen. Yeah, and it's just up the road. Mm. Oh, it's, um, I mean, on the map, it's about, no. oh, it's, it's only, it's, it's about a kilometer. Yeah. It's five eighths of a mile for, for those of you who live in non-metric countries. Um, so are we going to drive? We'll just drive. How are we driving around here? Who's got the car? You have. Oh, I have the van. You have the van from the church. All right. So, 
Let us all get into the van. Okay. Where has Mr. Banks gone? I think he's, he probably went to the washroom. He's gone somewhere with uh, with uh, Mr. Bathington. We'll just leave Mr. Bathington has, has um, stepped out to uh, walk his dog. Walk to, his uh, dog. To answer, uh, <laughs> let's just, the let's, call just, of let's just go without Mr. Bathington. I'm tired of all of his sexual innuendos. <laughs> they are like nonstop. All right. It's like all the natives here have are nothing but sexual on the no, you know. <laughs> so shall we drive? Let's drive. Okie dokie. Oh, it takes you about like five or six minutes. I mean it's not a, a, a long trip at all. Okay. And, um you get there and it's um it's quite a neat little place. There's uh there's uh, rather a lot of uh, large barns, um, which uh, on closer inspection seem to be actually big greenhouses. I'd say there's about, ooh, it's like a big block of nine big greenhouses. Hmm. And then there are some, uh, it's a large house. There's um, what looks like quite an old barn that's been converted into uh, um, into another house, and uh, there's even it looks like there's a, a half finished barn conversion as well. So, um, there's a fair, fair few people milling around. You can see eight or nine people. Do we um, see any apiaries? Um, you can see uh, behind the house up on a, a small hill, you can, you can see a few beehives up there. Well, gentlemen, is there, does it look like there's a place to park? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a big gravel parking area. Okay. There's a sign up at the, yeah, there's a sign up at the, at the gate that says honey for sale. Uh, and there's another sign next to it that says eggs, one pound a dozen. Perhaps we can pretend to be tourists who are looking for honey and eggs. And we can just strike up a friendship and uh, ask them to give us a tour. Okay. And then just keep it open. Um, well, as you get out of the van, can everyone make a, a spot hidden, please? Oh, 07. Double oh, 07. Made, made it. I make it. Yes. Those, those of you, Bob, you will make it. Um, in that case, um, you all see quite quite clearly and plainly in front of you on both the house, the barn, and the half-finished barn, there are quite large murals, all of which seem to be um, depicting uh, an eye, um, like a sort of Egyptian eye, the eye of Ra, um, in a couple of them, and on the big house, um, an eye in a triangle, and uh, light rays coming out of it, and the one on the house says underneath it, Temple of Truth and Light. Hmm. That looks like about the back of the $1 bill back home. Yes, it's all, it's all very yeah. Common. So it's a taken from the Masonic religion. Um, 
club. I don't know if it's really a religion. Mm. It's another cult. Um, well, something they're pretty big where I'm from. Yeah, it's it's it was much darker way back when. This turned into kind of just a club. Mm. You're, you're all standing there, um, looking around. Uh, a woman walks up to you and. Oh, hang on, wrong dice. Yeah. And uh, she smiles broadly at Rod and says, uh, Hello, can I help you? How do you do, ma'am? Hello. Uh, this is a, a nice place you have here. We were passing by and wanted to see what you had here. Well, it's, yeah, thank, thank you for, for coming. Um, well, we've got some um, we've got some classes on. Um, I think they're all booked up at the moment. But um, were, were you here for um, uh, the the honey, or did you did you want to book in on a class or just have a look around? Yeah, I think the father was interested in honey. Um, weren't you, father? Yeah, it sounds. I, I we do a lot of cooking with honey, but we would love to to look around to if you like. We had you had a tour. Um, we, we haven't got a tour as such, but you're free to just wander around and have a look anywhere you like. Um, the, the only thing we'd, we'd ask is that um, uh, one or two doors might be shut because we've got people in for meditation groups and um, and, and, and things, and, and you know we, they've already booked in and we don't want them disturbed. But um, please, I mean, feel free to just wander around otherwise. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about your, uh, your facility? Yeah, I'm interested um, in what this is about here. This is uh, something really. Well, we've um, we're, we're we're really we're just a a, a group um, dedicated to uh, enlightenment and and meditation and um, self sufficiency and holistic living. And um, we we uh, the, the the community was formed in 1975 by the Reverend Tom, and. Um, he uh, he made some money as a as, as a musician, and um, then he decided to come here and start this place. Hmm. And uh, oh. orig originally, I think it was some sort of um, he was into some sort of uh, Eastern religion, some um, Swami or something. But over the years, it's become a lot more relaxed now. It's um, it's 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 very much about letting people find themselves. I see. And well, we this grow, seems we like grow a... lots of tomatoes and then lots of food, and um, we we run courses on macrobiotic food and um, uh, holistic living, meditation, yoga. Um, we've we've got a course that we're running on uh, now, which is about um, uh, Ayurvedic medicine. There's some people in for that at the moment. We've got a guest speaker coming to teach people about that. Um, but yes, I mean, please don't feel free to just have a look around. How many how many members do you have in your facility? Uh, full time members. There's, I think there's about twenty five of us at the moment. Ah. so it is a um, a, a kind of a commune, would you say? Yeah, we 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 we, we would call it um, we call it an intentional community. But yes, yeah, mm. commune is, is is as good a word as any. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, and we'll we'll look around if you don't mind. Yes, please just look around. If you if you've got um, any questions, just ask anyone you bump into, and I'm sure they'll be they'll be glad to help you. We're we're a very friendly bunch. Do you have like a gift shop or? 
Um, the honey. No, we, we have, well, there's a little, um, there's a, a place, uh, and she sort of gestures to what looks like a large shed, and she says, well, this, this functions as a shop at the moment. We're going to build something bigger at some point. But, I see. Um, that's where the, the honey is and the eggs. And I think there's, there's probably some tomatoes and things in there as well. And um, we've got a few sort of other things like herbal things. Okay. Is there anything unusual in how they're dressing? No, they seem to be dressed. They're, they're quite sort of hippie-ish. Okay. Um, not like long white robes or anything like no, that. No, no, they're quite quite colourfully dressed, but quite casual, comfortably dressed people. They all seem quite clean. Quite um, a bit of tie dye. Yeah, I mean, they, were, they, 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 they look actually the, the people you can see wandering around. They look actually quite healthy. You know, there are a variety of ages, um, but they look like quite healthy people. Most of them are, are smiling. They seem quite happy. There's a few kids running around the place. So have we kind of wandered away from where she was and we're on our own at this point looking around? Yeah, yeah. I sort of say to the others, he says, I think that we're wasting our time here. Satanic cultists usually don't have shops where they sell honey and eggs. Well, I never took them for that being that there, Padre. It looks like they're growing stuff in the, in the probably tomatoes mostly and... Mm. Uh, I don't know, maybe a little, you know, but... Uh, well, yeah. I'm not going to speculate one way or another about that. But uh, kind of interested in these construction projects here. Well... Yeah, construction guy myself. Oh, it's, I mean, you, there are people um, working on it. It's, um, it looks like quite an old um, brick-built barn. Hmm. But they're, uh, they're rebuilding one of the walls it hasn't got a, a roof on it at the moment but you can see the uh, the joists and the timbers for a roof are stacked up against the side of the building um walking around looking around is there anything that seems odd or out of place like a gigantic upside down crucifix or <laughs> you know dead bodies in the field well let's let's say you're all wandering around together so i'll, I'll let you all make a spot hidden okay. 18 that's good no 70 nope i think i pass but just barely 31's good yeah we're at we're at the farm with the honey they all seem like just regular nice people. Yeah, I pass, by the way. Just a regular. I made the comment that uh, cultists... Sorry. I said I, I made the comment that uh, satanic cultists probably don't have a gift shop. <laughs> well, that's probably fair enough. All right, so... Unless it's the, 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 um, the Church of Satan, who I think... Do you actually have a gift shop? They probably do, yeah. But um, mainly just buy pictures of Anton LaVey wearing a little, little horned hat. Mm -hmm. um, well, those of you who've, who've um, passed the spot hidden, there's only one thing that really um, really stick, sticks out, and that's that um, one of the greenhouses... And it's the greenhouse in the middle 
of the block of nine greenhouses mm -hmm. um, appears to be locked. All the others are uh, open. That one seems to be locked. Is the glass clear or is it white? Um, the glass is clear as, as far as you can see by looking in. Um, there are tomatoes and red peppers growing in there. Um, mm. But you can only see a couple of feet in before it becomes too dense to see any further. Mm. Does anyone have a pharmaceutical skill or a natural world skill? Mm. We don't even have pharmaceutical on our things anymore. I have a natural world of 10. I believe that's yeah, the base. Me too. You can, you can try. Or I could just let you do it. I got a 10 and a 6. That's a six. I, got a, I got a 14. I am happy to spend luck points to, to get there. Well, did um, I think Father Demielos just passed? No, no, passed. I said I got, a, got ten, a ten and a six. Oh, yeah, if you want to spend luck points, you can. Yes. I will. I will spend four luck points to get in the range. Okay. Well, look, you had um, you've had what might possibly be described as a misspent youth, and. Um, when you're when you're sort of um, up against the window of this greenhouse, um, trying to peer in to see what's in there, uh, you you catch a, a whiff of a certain smell, and you 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 recognise that smell. It's a smell you know well. Um, it's a sort of psychedelic smell. It's a very strong smell of cannabis. No. Ooh. Coming from that greenhouse. Well, oh, lads, I, you know, I don't particularly partake myself, but if I had to guess, uh, I'll think our friends are growing a little bit more than just uh, tomatoes and, mm. and peppers in there. As they say on the streets, nailed it. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me in one bit. I mean, hippies, no. hot, you know, it's hand in hand, you know? Yeah, no, I. <laughs> If this yeah. is the most nefarious thing that we find here, I think we are barking up the wrong tree. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll buy some honey. I'll go try some of it. Sounds like pretty good stuff. Might as well take it from the from the source. I'm pretty sure that general store doesn't have. It's probably okay. old, so. It's yeah. This this looks like sort of quite fresh, nice. If you grow honey, be you get honey constantly. Like Nelson, if you're going, if you're going to try the, you're going to try the honey. You might as well try the brownies as well. <laughs> yeah, the brownies would be good. They have brownies. I love brownies. <laughs> brownies are good. Brownies are delicious. You didn't say they had the brownies. There's honey and there's fruits and vegetables and there's some eggs. My mistake. Well, we're not going to carry around eggs uh, with us. So. And there's some, there's some assorted sort of what we. Just generally describe as hippie cack, you know. Actually, pur purple things with bits of mirror on them. It's it's Saturday, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Well. All right. I think we are really barking up the wrong tree here. Let's go to this. 
It's called, it ends with well, and it starts with south, Southwell, Southwells. Southwells. But we will probably not be invited too easily there, because he said they were all weird. And you know what weird means. Have you ever seen The Hills Have Eyes? I admit I've seen that movie. No, but I get the feeling that we may be seeing another shotgun here in the process. Yeah. Well, let us go there. You have the loudest keyboard of anyone, Josh. (laughs) All right. Okay. So, um, down to Anil, um, down to South Wales, isn't it? You're going to. Yeah, I'm going to pull up the map again. In in Greek, it is called Kinophilos, cinephile. Okay. So this 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 is your route. And around here, I would like you to make a spot hidden roll for me, please. I feel. Made it. No, I don't see anything. That is an extreme pass. Okay. Regular well, pass. Let's say Bill spots it then. Um, Bill, out in this this uh, this field here, about here where my cursor is, um, you can see what looks like a pile of rocks. Pile of rocks. Mm-hmm. Is there anything particularly interesting about said pile of rocks? Like it's nope. piled up? They're just no, they're just, they're scattered around a bit. All right, I'll bite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Stop the bus! There's a pile of rocks over there. <laughs> That's, <laughs> exactly right. That's exactly right. So. Does he say to us, "Look at the pile of rocks"? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, gentlemen, can we can we slow down just just a bit? What what is it that you see? Uh, I know it sounds I know it sounds nuts, but look, just bear with me. I, those those rocks out in the field, uh, just a bit out of place, if you will. Do you think maybe sure. that is what the Wesleyans did when they blew up the rocks with their? Look for that. <laughs> maybe what is left? Maybe what is left of a Saracen stone? Looks yeah. like it to me, I guess. At this point, it seems like any stones out of place seems like a good place to investigate to me. Is that a field? Is that somebody's field? It's, um, it is a field, yes. So they would plow around that instead of moving it? Possibly. Yeah, that's, that's kind of strange. They didn't just dynamite it and get rid of the rocks. You think it's worth investigating? Let's just stop and, and go take a quick look if we could. Okay. I'm all for it. Well, it's only a hundred yards or so from the road. It only it does it only takes you a moment. Let's let's go check it out. Right. Okay, it's a pile of 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 stone. Um, granite. What kind of no. stone? It appears to be Saracen bluestone. Ah, bluestone. Interesting. Oh, is this similar to the the type of stone we we saw back at uh, at Drew's pool? Yes. Hmm. 
Interesting. Does it look like it has been freshly destroyed or was is you know overgrown with weeds and stuff like that? It looks very much like it's been freshly destroyed. Freshly destroyed. Hello. You can you can see that there's a very different um the color and texture of the, 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 the broken pieces. There's no oxidation. No, it's it looks it's the the, the, the internal bits are actually quite shiny. And uh, I'll go and and kind of start messing with the rocks. Like I'll I'll pick up a piece and kind of examine it if I could. We getting that weird feeling around here, like we did over at the pool. It's kind of what I'm going for. I'm well, getting the weird feeling just being. Hell. I'm sorry, Mick. Say that again. I talked over you. Yes, I said uh, not not that you can tell. Hmm. Except that it's weird, and I'm already got the, the hairs on the back of my neck are standing up. Why would this be recently destroyed? I would think these would all be protected by the the government at this point. So we are on Annals Farm. Oh, it's not so and far. Annals Farm is in this, this area here. So this is this would be um, just part of the. Technically, I think this would just be common grazing. Hmm. We aren't all that far off from Jews Pool. Um, be worth asking the uh, locals here if they, you know, because this looks like it was, you know, exploded with, uh, quite possibly with, uh, with uh, some kind of uh, blasting system. Well, that's that's what I was just going to ask: is the grass burned around it, or is it? Does it just look like oh. it was shattered with a dynamite or something? Um, it looks like it's been shattered. It doesn't look like it's been blown up. It looks like it's just been broken. It just looks like it's been broken, but there's no fire that they put in the cold water. So, no. and it doesn't look like they used dynamite or these rocks would have flown much farther away. Do you think, do you think the creature somehow, what if the creature, oh, I sound like a crackpot. Could the creature have been trapped here and it was released? That does sound like crockpot theory there. It's Father. a crackpot theory. I, I need to get locked up into a, a, a house of banana people. <laughs> oh, oh, they think it's a crackpot the theory at this of, point. I mean, house of banana people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we seen, seen some crazy shit yet, have we? I need to go, to go to back to Greece and live in a monastery for the rest of my life. Yeah. Thought it was a magical scarf. Thinks that it's a crackpot idea that it's a, yeah, it's a magical scarf on the woman who hypnotizes people. And <laughs> this is crazy. We should all just go home and have a nice cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Getting ready to head to the pub. Mm. Well, should we continue towards Southwell? Yep, I think it's a, it's a fine idea. Remember, though, to tell them. Mick, are, uh, sorry, go ahead. 
If you'll excuse me for just a moment, I'm going to use that phone box over there and call uh, Detective Potter and tell him about this stone. And then we will go on because it seemed very strange. Okay. All right. uh, Mick, are there any uh, power lines in the area nearby? Um, um, the power lines run along here. Okay, that's the power lines. Okay. And down. Yeah, they're quite a ways away. Okay. There. there we go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A couple of football fields away. Um. So I basically I get on the phone and I. I is this Detective Potter? Um, well, he's he's not there at the moment, but one of the constables that's manning the phones will take okay. a message for you. Uh, I, I should tell him that we went to the Thompson farm and they seem completely harmless. And that we have found a, a pile of broken, what looked like a broken Saracen stones in the middle of a field just west of Enel's farm. And it seems very strange. It looks like it was recently broken. Uh, I don't know if it means anything or not, but it's not too tra- for, far from Drew's pool. Uh, we are going to Southwell's farm. If we don't come back, please come looking for us. And that's basically the message. Okay. Well, um, assuming that you're going on to Southwell's farm then, um, on the way there, the only the only thing really of note on the way there is um, I'm going to note, annotate this again. Um, um, is along this contour here, this one that says 150 feet. You'll notice that um, this one also says 150 feet. So this kind of this bit here functions as a kind of quite a large sort of raised bank, which you notice by the time you're over it and you get to about sort of this this part of the road here. Um, once, once you get there, you realize that you can't actually see much of the village or hear much of the village once you get down to this area. So it seems to sort of provide a nice sort of sound break. As it were, particularly with all the trees on it. Do we get a view of Southwell's farm from up here? Oh yes, yes, you can see Southwell's farm. It's um, it's it's quite a large operation. It's quite quite sort of um, I mean, the, the the farmhouse itself is quite old, but the rest of it's quite modern. Well, as we're heading down that hill towards Southwell's farm, I suddenly. S- look confused. I look at everybody and I'm like, forgive my language, but what in the hell are we doing here? Why are we doing this? I don't know why. I think, Rod, you're the, you have the right idea. Now I feel like we are just doing this to fill in the blanks, but, you know, I'm pretty good with blanks. I don't care that we have blanks in our knowledge. I don't know about you all, but this farm doesn't look anything out of the ordinary. Actually, looks like a lot of the small farms back where I'm from. Does it look unusual in any way from where we're looking? Um, doesn't look 
Well, I mean, in, in what way unusual? It looks well, like a farm. I mean, it's not like an operating farm. Do we see tractors going or do we see... There is... Um, you can see uh, there's a farmhouse. Um, it's what appears to be a block of stables next door to the farmhouse. Uh, there's um, a barn. Then what's either a small barn or a shed. Uh, a couple of grain silos, a haystack, um, and a couple of other big buildings. Well, as we approach it, we go into the power lines. Um, as we're, I guess, I guess we're going to stop, but we can, I, I say to everyone, Perhaps we should simply pretend like we're lost. And we don't know where we are. No, that would be a good idea. I can't think of a way to get onto their property and look around, but... I don't even know what the fuck we're trying to look for. At this point. I don't either. At this point, we are trying to find a big, gigantic rocket ship that has landed in a field and and is filled with the alien creatures. I don't know what we're looking for. Well, at least that'd be evidence. Well, as, as, your, uh, as your van pulls up, there are a couple of children uh, playing in the yard outside the farm. And um, at the first sign of you, uh, immediately, they, uh, they run into the... Uh, into the the farmhouse mm. and um shortly afterwards uh a large man comes out he's about what well, i don't know about 36 years old let's say mid 30s how does he look does he look like a farmer or does he look like he's i don't know he looks like a farmer. He's quite sort of uh, ruddy complexioned and wearing a checked um, tattersall shirt and a pair Wait. of old mocking trousers. Uh, Father, why don't you go first in this instance? Last time I tried to approach a farm, we, uh, we met with an unhappy ending, shall I say. All right. Uh, it's going to look very strange. The large man in a black, black robe with a little hat getting out and saying something. He's, he's got a very suspicious look on his face. Yeah, perhaps Cam, perhaps you should do this. Just uh, tell him that we are lost. We were looking for Enel's farm. And uh, maybe he could spare some water. We're very thirsty. You are completely silent. I'll see what I can do about that there, uh, Padre. Can I help you? Uh, yeah, um... We're just traveling along the area here. Um, do you know where Annal's farm is? No, uh, it's back, back up the road, first right. Okay, no problem, no problem. We're just uh, kind of looking around, sightseeing and stuff. Just uh, guess we got off the wrong, on uh, the wrong path here. Yeah, uh, this ain't Annal's farm. Okay, okay. Uh, who, if you don't mind me asking, whose farm is this here? This Southwell's farm. South farm. Southwell's farm. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're Mr. Southwell? Aye. Oh, good. good, good. One of uh, them, aye. 
it looks like you got a good operation here. Um, I'm, I'm actually uh, uh, kind of a tourist there from, uh, from America. I, I live in farm country myself and uh, just kind of, uh, kind of uh, impressed with what you got here, if you don't mind me saying. Well, it's just, just an ordinary farm, mate. Hey, even ordinary farms got some kind of charm to them, you know. And you got a pretty nice ordinary farm here. While this uh, conversation is going on, um, I'd like the rest of you to all make spot hidden rolls. Uh, no. I don't see anything. I got a 99. Oh, Josh, where are you? We need Josh! You. If you don't make your spot hidden. I'm going to roll for Josh. Roll for Josh. Uh, I don't know what his score is. I I got a twenty six. Okay, oh, he's back now. There, Josh, roll for spot hidden. <laughs> uh, that's a nine. So, all right. Thank God, we all got nine. Yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. Nine, it is. Well, while while Cam is is talking to this um surly looking red faced farmer, um. You're just absent-mindedly looking around the farm, and um, it occurs to you that, that there aren't there aren't many birds around. It's strangely quiet. You can't hear any birds or insects at all. Where am I at this point? Am I in the car or am I in the car? The car, but the, the yeah. engine's turned off and the windows are open. It's quite a warm day. And and Cam is talking to the big burly fellow. This yeah. Time. Alex. Alright, so I'll I'll kind of like casually look uh, to the rest of the crew and I'll just kind of say. Oh, is is it not a bit weird? It just doesn't seem like there's much going on around here. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? It just it just strikes me a bit odd. It's not not a single bird, or I don't know. It's just typically on in a bit of farmland, you you hear an animal or two. You you know, like like near the Saddison Stone. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was oddly quiet there too. You know what I'm saying? It just it just strikes me as being uh, a bit insane, if you know. That makes me very, very nervous. So I will I will get out of the car, and I will. Uh, yes, I, will I, will, I will follow like I'm stretching. Yeah, I'll walk over towards Cam and uh, just kind of try and listen in on the conversation. I'm just pretty much making some small talk and I was about ready to say that, well, hey, we'll uh, uh, just be on our way here. Uh, sorry yeah, about your trouble. Be, uh, trouble. That'd be best. No, there's no, yes, yeah, as I say, back up there on the right. Sure, no problem. Thank, thank you for your time, sir. Uh, guys, uh, yeah, I got, the, I got the direction there. Let's get, let's get going. Do we, could you ask him if he has any water we could have? We are very thirsty. Um, uh, not to trouble you, uh, good sir, but uh, 
My uh, my compatriot, the Padre here, is is a little bit thirsty. Can, can we trouble you for some water, please? There's a tap over there. Okay. Uh, the, 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 the the stand pipe tap thing at the edge of the uh, the wall by the house. I'm just I'm gonna as as I kind of walk up, I'm just say, oh wait, oh no, it's a, a real weird question, but you're you're in large stones about. Like anything out of the ordinary on your farm? Oh, my, my friends into, into those big things like Stonehenge and stuff. We've been looking them all over. He's, he's like into those kind of rocks. I mean. <laughs> I, no, I ain't nothing like that, Rander. Oh, what do you mean? I mean, surely this is something. I mean, uh, uh, Stonehenge is just down the road. He's yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't worry about that there, uh, Bill. I think, I, you know. Yeah, you got the rocks on the brain, my man. <laughs> Must pardon him there. He's he's just really into this that old uh, what do they call it, mega wific or whatever you know, mega know whatever. About that. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Very good. Very good. All right, Padre, did you get your water there? Yes, thank you. All right, okay. thank you very much, sir. Sorry about the trouble. I really do apologize. He just sort of grunts. Mm. As you're walking back to the uh, the van, though, uh, William, um, the two kids from earlier are kind of running around, and um, one of them, a, a little girl and a little boy, and the little girl stumbles against you. Um, can the three of you make spot hidden rolls, please? Pass. Fail. Twenty-five. That is a barely a pass, but a pass nonetheless. Well, the, the the two of you pass. Notice that um, as she stumbles into William, she slips something into his pocket. Okay. All right, so I will, uh, obviously I notice, but uh, I'll kind of discreetly continue to walk towards the car. I'll make a, make a scene this time. Okay. Jim? I, I look over at William and I just sort of give him a, like, you know, you saw what I saw, yeah? And I'll, and I'll kind of give him the nod, like, yeah, just... Give it a second. Kind of uh, while they're while they're doing that, smiling and waving to the to to the farmer. Have a good day, sir. Take care. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. He's just uh, he lights a, a roll up and makes a All cursory right. wave. Load up in the car. Load, load up in the car. Let's so, go get back in the car. So okay. once we get in the car, I'll just say. All right, everyone, just just take a quick second. No, I, I just I want to check my pocket real quick. No, let's let's get let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. I, yeah. I'm not I'm not ready it's to go. To go. It's time to go. Well, we're we're in the car. You have your time to do it before right. I start the car in. Okay. Right. Well, um, in the uh, in your pocket is uh, a piece of paper. All right. So I'll take it out, kind of unroll it in front of the group. Say, all right, look what I got here. 
and for some reason that file is refusing to open. Bugger. Okay, I'll have to read it out to you. Um, the note is uh, written quite roughly in uh, pencil and it reads, there is something wrong here and I know that my family are all are all doing bad things. I think that something will happen tonight, but they always make me sleep at full moon. Please help me, Ethel. So I've, I've got this note in my hands and I'm reading that. Am I, does the rest of the group see me reading this note or? I am certainly watching. What okay. does it say? As we're driving off. Okay. So, oi, look. You guys gotta fucking read this. This is this is real fucked up. It, something's not okay back at that farm. Mm. And I'll kind of I'll kind of hand the note over to Father Damios and say, "Read this." We go. We 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 do drive. We drive up and over the hill so that we're out of view of the farm. But we're we're back near the where the rocks are. Um, oh my. That's interesting. Something is happening here. And it happens in the middle of the night when the girl is asleep. And she's warning us. Oh, shall we give this now to the the Scotland Yard man? Or I don't know if we have much to go on here other than just a girl handing us a note. I mean it could, I mean it's more than we had before. Yeah, but let's think about it this way. I mean, if we let the policemen know about it, they, you know, they'll be going around and causing problems. And if there is something wrong going on, that's going to tip them off, and that might uh, cause issues. Well, I think the police would know how to handle a strange situation. Yeah, but uh, got to think about it. Uh, you know, like this is that if there's something bad going on and and the police show up, then they're going to start suspecting uh, the girl there. All right, Rod, Francis, what do you think? This is fucked up. This is this little girl. She she passed off this note. She's clearly in trouble. Honestly, I'm about something, I guess. I would say, let's help her out. I'm pretty sure that she's in desperate help. Why would she be, you know, handing a note out to a bunch of strangers? I say, let's help her out. What if he's just mischievous? Well, she could be, but honestly, a little girl. What What are we going to do? I don't have a gun. Well, then we should call them. We should get the cops to come out here then. Oh, that's what I said. My Francis got a gun. No, I don't. That you did. He's a sky marshal. Quit laughing. Um, Sky Marshall sounds like a slang term for someone who's um, in the banana house. <laughs> yes, in the banana house. It sounds like a song. In the banana house, banana, banana. <laughs> <laughs> Let's like um, 
maybe we should oh. like uh, come back here uh, under the cover of darkness and maybe have a look, see what's going on. If we can get something solid to let the cops know about. Boy, I'm gonna climb, but uh, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna come back here uh, any less armed. I for sure. Hmm. You you surprise me, Cam. Now you are talking about coming back here in the middle of the night, unarmed. I didn't say anything about unarmed. Well, how are you going to get a gun? Do we need guns? Okay, we're going to have sticks. We already fought a nasty creature with sticks last time. (laughs) We could fight them with bananas. Um, You never know when somebody's going to attack you with a banana. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, we've been looking for odd and unusual things, and I think we got a potential lead here. I mean... I, I really think we should get the police involved here. I don't know. They'll probably just think that we're crazy. But no, that goes without saying. That's why we need to have a reason to bring the police out here. I get a note from a girl. I mean, the most they'll do is come there, cause some trouble, and if there's something really bad going down, that girl might get might get in trouble for it. What time is it at this point? Let let me get it straight. So, I'm sorry, go ahead. It's about midday. Let me get it straight. So, you want to throw a little girl who threw a distress note in my pocket under the bus. You want to give her over to her family after she just cried out for help. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Neither do I. (laughs) Well, I mean, we, we can go and we can go and have a look and see if there's something's actually going on. And if nothing is really going on, then we know that the girl's, you know, being uh, being mischievous. We are we are in a very difficult position. You see, I I have a parish. I have people who I I counsel people who have families, and it is not unusual for a child to even call the police on the parents when they are just mad because they didn't get carrots for dinner or something like that. This happens all the time. We have to be careful. I do think, I do think that this is unusual for this girl to put this in your pocket, but I think that the police would be the ones. I don't know. You make it very difficult because like you say, if she's in distress and the police just say something, then... It could they if she is in danger, then what happens to her? Like, uh, listen, I'll leave it up to the group. I'm not, I'm not trying to push one way or another. I just look. It just concerns me that a little girl would uh, would go that route. I don't want to put her in any more danger if there is danger to be had. Of course. We talk to anybody in the police. Let's talk to that Potter guy because he's kind of in the know of things, and he seems to me like he. Uh, might be more accepting on uh, weird things happening and leads like that. I know what we should do. I think I don't. I, your opinion. I would like your opinion. All right. What if we drive back here, but stay on this side of the hill where the, the old stone was? We park the car, and we come up the hill in the night, and we look down at the farm, and we, as they say on the TV cop shows, we keep it under surveillance. And then if we see something strange, you know, they light the big bonfire and they're going to burn the girl alive as a sacrifice to their dark deity. Who knows? 
we are only five minutes from the village. We run back and we get the cops and we say, come with us. They are going to kill the little girl. I think you know, by those stones, there's a telephone box right there. Right, the exactly. I think, I think the, he proposes a brilliant plan. I think that's, that's absolutely what she did. That's kind of what I was thinking myself. But because if nothing happens, then we don't look like idiots. Exactly. That's true. That is, a, that is a good idea you had, Rod. Thank you. All right. So it's only noon. What do you want to do until uh, midnight? We got 12 hours to kill. Well, let's go check out that uh, abandoned place there that we're looking for. Oh, you want to go to the Wayne? Mid midnight. Wayne it'll, it'll, get, it'll get dark a, long, a lot before midnight. It'll get dark about half eight, nine-ish. Yeah, but it's still we got many hours. All right, you want to go see the Wainwright place? Yeah, then go to the pub and get a get a sandwich and a beer. Is it safe to swim the tides for me? We can look that up. You can look that up, and you will find if you do look that up that it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, for the sake of brevity, we go to the Wainwrights. Is there anything there? <laughs> well, uh oh, he's looking stuff up. So we are driving, we're driving to the Wainwrights. There are um, a number of collapsed buildings at the Wainwright farm. In fact, it's not really much of a farm anymore. It's just a load of overgrown, collapsed buildings. Okay. Um, the one that's in the best condition seems to be what what would have been probably the farmhouse. And uh, you you wonder about having a having a look here and there. And the one thing that that really um, strikes you as being quite odd. Um, is that in the middle of um, what appears to be an, an otherwise quite well-preserved wall, um, two large stone blocks at the base of the wall um, appear to have been shattered. Um, and, and shattered to the extent that there are uh, fine stone chips lying about the place. What? What? What is this? Are you all thinking what I am thinking? Is it, is it recently shattered or? It, it looks recently, yes. They've got the same sort of shiny quality that... Um, it is the blue stone. Yes. It looks like we that found our standing stones here, and it looks like, you know, this sounds weird, but it's almost like they got hit with lightning and exploded. But these are part of the wall. These are from the Wesleyans from years ago. These yeah. have been incorporated into the house, and they have also shattered. Well, that, that, begs a, that begs a question. There, uh, we got two sections of standing stones that uh, recently shattered and then we've got one standing stone that's uh, st 
still standing that we know of. And that's over by the pond. And these look, this is kind of a weird one. I'm not even sure if I'd be able to know, but does it look like they've been struck with something? You know, like, I, I suppose if you hit them with a sledgehammer, there'd be like a, a part that's been pulverized. Um, well, unlike the, the, the one you saw in the field was just, um, looked like it had been just sort of broken apart. Um, these, these stones, judging by the holes that are left in the wall, look like they'd actually been cut into, into blocks. Um, but they have been absolutely destroyed. <coughs> destroyed. There's, there's nothing left of them other than a, uh, fine stone chips, which are both inside and outside the property um, and scattered around in the grass. Like you can tell, by the way, that they're scattered around in the grass. Um, that it's recent. The grass hasn't grown up around right, them. Right, they, right. You can see the grass is pushed down by these chips. Something. What could have made stone explode? Never heard of this before. I mean, it's just like it spontaneously exploded. Yeah. It's like somebody put dynamite in it. Yeah, but there's no evidence of dynamite here, and I've worked I, with, uh, with with this sort of thing before. And none none of the stones around them seem to be overly damaged. I mean, there are clearly there are sort of chips and 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 lumps missing from the stones around the ones that have been destroyed. They didn't explode. Neither did the one in the field. They didn't explode. They just crumbled. They just crumbled into pieces. They fell apart. Something just caused them to fall into pieces because they're not blasted out. We see no evidence of any kind of burn marks or anything. They crumbled, but why did they crumble? They don't, they don't look like they, they don't look like they crumbled. They look like they've been smashed. They look like they've been smashed. Like Something been... with a great force. Perhaps, perhaps our our uh, uh, monkey creature, monkey bear, what did we call him again? I don't remember. That the monkey bear broke all these before he attacked us. He's been here for three weeks. It could be. Or it could be a result if you this, this if, we, if what you're saying about this uh, critter is true uh, in that he can pop into reality not like i've seen it but if it's true i mean maybe some you know he has some kind of connection with the stone and he pops in and pop goes the stone too the now that's just kind of a kind of a long shot there but the previous standing stone that drew's pool had uh claw marks claw marks in it yeah. you are right um also mick is it safe to assume do we have a map that we're looking at, or yes, you, you do. Yes. Okay, that's what I want um, to point out. Uh, it's probably nothing, but based on the previous thought before about possible ley lines, um, if you drew a line between Wayne White's farm, Drew's pool, and the one crumbles we found in the field, it's almost a straight line. Hmm. That's where we are now. Yes, Wayne Wright's. 
You're right. I don't know what that means, but it's just an observation I made. The conspiracy theory becomes stronger every moment. But if if that's where the ley line is, then it runs to Enos Farm. You are right. What a genius you are. Well, Shall we hit Anal's farm before? Make sure you pronounce that E well. Anal's, Anal's. It sounds. Anal's. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, I don't want to face a shotgun there, uh, Padre. But it is a single E, which would be eh. Yeah, Anal's. Eh. All right. You Americans pronounce things very strangely. I mean, English, sorry. Those of you who are English. Animals Farm. Maybe. Sort of. It's a slight curve to it, maybe. I don't know. Well, do we have time to go to Enos Farm? Enos Farm? Enos, yeah. Yes, you have time to go to Enos Farm. Yeah, and you want to face a shotgun there? That dude didn't like us too no, much. Enel was, ah, well. Enel was the guy who we spoke to yesterday in the bar. Yeah, that's right. Was he? Yeah, he was yeah. the guy who came and got the creature and took it. That's right. The guy who got the oh, creature. I must have been thinking about that other guy. You're thinking of Corey. Hey, how, could okay. you, how could you forget the name Corey? It's clear. I'm trying to keep this stuff in my head. I, there's a lot of stuff going on here. A lot of stuff I don't understand. I mean, come on. Just, just cut me a break here. All right. Your break, she is cut. I would cut all your right. break. All right. All right. All right. Good night. Tell you what. All right. Let's go. Let's go see Mr. Enal. Okay. Fred Enals. See, he says annals. Annals. Yeah, it doesn't have a problem. Annals. <laughs> when I say it, it sounds different to the way you say yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I say it, it doesn't sound rude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Why is that? It's the great The annals firm? Annals firm. Annals firm. Enel's firm. <laughs> All right, come on, children. Back All right. to the game. <laughs> All right. He changed his last name to Rectum. Herding the players now. I'm herding the players. Right. Come on. Jump, jump. <laughs> okay. Come on. All right. I've so up my dog by doing that. That wasn't a good idea. We decide to drive to Enel's, Enel's farm. Okay. Um... Well, you, you uh, drive up there, and uh, I have to admit that of all the farms you've seen um, since you got there, this one um, really is actually the, the probably the most picturesque. Hmm. It looks very really? like, yeah, it looks very much like an, an image of uh, an, an English country farm. Um, there are some, you know, it looks moderately prosperous, and there are. Fields full of um, sugar beet and 
various crops, peas, some corn, and other bits and pieces. Um, there's uh, a small herd of cows. There's some chickens and ducks wandering around. You can you can even hear the sound of a pig grunting from somewhere as you as you pull up. And uh, the the chap that you um, spoke to last night mm -hmm. is um, working on a uh, on a track on his tractor outside the farmhouse. As you pull now, up. From Ennell's farm, can we see Southwell's farm down the hill? And yes, you can. Trees are in the way. I can see trees in the way now that there I see. There are trees. There are trees in the way, but um, you can see the outline of the the silos just about. So well, actually. If you're looking over um, in that direction, you do notice something. Um, you, you notice that um, actually it's not that difficult to see through the trees. Not as difficult as you thought because um, a, a number of the trees seem to be fire damaged. So it's quite sort of, the tree line is quite sparse in places. So you can just about make out the outline of the uh, silos. I wonder what that's all about. Is hmm. that a fire recently? That's a good question there, Padre. Well, let's go see Mr. You say his name. Oh, yeah, Mr. Red Reynolds. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I will have to practice saying that now. <laughs> All right. So, hello, Mr. Anil. <laughs> hello there. How are you doing? Didn't think I'd see hello you there. again. Hey. Well, they told us we could not leave the village, but we could sort of go around. So, we are looking at the farms. You have All a right. very, very beautiful, picturesque farm. They find out what that thing is yet? No. No idea. Oh, that's a shame. It is baffling them. It must be a mutant from someplace, a zoo or something. Oh, I think you're probably right, yeah. Oh, did you did you have a fire? It looks like those trees are burned over there. Fire? Oh, that's them over South Wales over there. They were burning their stubble off um, last year, I think. Mm. Oh. Set the woods alight. Oh no! Funny, funny time to be burning stubble. To be honest, the, the weather was far too dry for it. I don't know what they were doing. That's not and they don't, they don't know what they're doing over there. To be honest, I mean, you know, they use. Uh, I don't like the way they farm. To be honest mm -hmm. with you, too what? much intensive farming. So you do a lot of a lot of burning out there, the, with the stubble and with the leaves and that sort of thing. No, not really. I mean, it's not something that, that gets done a lot around here, but um, mm. they did last year. Um, you said that they do not like the way they do intensive farming? How, how so? What do you mean? Well, they've got like, you know, big barn full of chickens all in cages and that and they don't they don't go outside I, I don't like it myself I don't I, I think it's cruel I mean my chickens don't you can see them they're all wandering around there they're mm -hmm. quite happy 
but uh, no, you know, and they they don't treat their calves too well either. Mm, that's a shame. You know, animals need to be outdoors. You can't have them all in a barn all the time. I I totally agree. They keep all their animals in a barn. They're just very strange, yeah. Mm, not particularly strange. We got some uh, corporate farms over where where I'm at that uh, like to you know keep keep their animals indoors, kind of keep them in a. But you say they do this with their cattle. Are they growing like veal? I don't know what they're doing over there. I don't really have much talk, much to do with them. Uh, mm-hmm. I used to uh, occasionally in the in the village, I'd stop and talk to Eric, old Eric Southwell, but he died a few weeks ago. And, oh, uh, that's a shame. Uh, Eric was uh, the head of the. Oh yeah, yeah. He was. Well, he was. He was. Yeah. He was. Um, I think it was him. I. I I think it was him who, who originally gave me the idea about the um, the power of the pylons being being bad for the the crops and that. I seem to recall. Hmm. But um, uh, it's always a strange one, uh, Eric. But um, you know, it's uh, it's his three sons and their families now over there, and uh, they're a funny bunch. I mean, Eric was weird enough, you know. Well, can you give us some examples of how they are weird? Just strange? No, they keep themselves to themselves. They don't come down the village anymore. They used to, but uh, I guess around about last summer, they stopped coming down the village. And uh, they occasionally come down to the shop. Do they still um, sell sell their crops? I suppose they must do. Hmm. This Eric fellow, did he pass away right around August 11th? I can't recall. I think it must have been about not far off that, yeah. How did he die? Eric? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, someone did tell me, but uh, I'm not at all sure. I think it was um, heart attack or something. They said. It's mm. mm. a shame. Yeah, sir. I see you're working on your uh, your tractor there. What seems to be the problem? Oh well, you know, it's just an old Massey Ferguson. It, it, uh, mm. it needs a bit of a bit of upkeep now and then. I mean, I've got a new, I've got a new tractor over there in the in the barn, but uh, it's not the same, is it? You know, it's no, uh, no, it's, you know, uh, it's more of a, lab- a labor of love more than anything else. I'd say this is. Hmm. Could I do like um? I don't know if you need me to roll or not, but hang on, hang on, oi. And uh, his wife comes out, and he says, um, "How did Eric die?" And she says, "What? What? Eric? Eric over? Uh, Eric over yonder? How did he die?" I swear, he, he um, he fell in the thresher. I thought it was a heart attack. No, 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 he had a heart attack and then he fell in the thresher while he was having a heart attack. 
Oh. oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah, there you are. He fell in the thrasher while he was having a heart attack. What a horrible way to die. Doubt there was much That's to bury. Not the weed, no. They didn't shame. invite anyone to the, to the funeral. Hmm. That's brutal. They didn't invite anyone to the funeral? No. Was no. he buried in the... Is there a churchyard? Yeah. No, he was buried in the churchyard, but... Um, you know, they just got on with it. Didn't invite mm. anyone at all. Weird bunch, as I say. Mm. Funny. I mean, you know, you got you go over there, right? And I never understood. This is, you know, I'll give you an example of how odd they are. Right. And this, this is a very, you know, I mean, to you, this might not sound quite quite weird, but they've got a brand new combine harvester, right? Mm-hmm. Eric only bought that about what 10 months back right great big brand new combine harvester and yet you go and look over their farm right you've got big a stack well what do you need a stack if you need a stack you don't need a stack when you've got a combine harvester combine harvester will do everything for you hmm Bind, binds true. up all your your silage and and uh, your bales. Does all your baling for you. I mean, there ain't there ain't no need for it. Uh, why would you have a haystack? Just place sitting for the there. Kids to play. Rotting. Oh, place for the rats to play. Yeah, oh, very much so. There. Right next, right next to the cattle shed. Hmm. I, I sort of quietly, as as he's talking to them, I sort of uh, uh, get uh, Bill's attention, and I, uh, I and I lean over and I'm like, unless you're hiding something under the haystack, like the portal to hell. I want to go see the fire. I want to go see where the trees were burned. Oh, it, it certainly seems like something. Particularly weirds going on here. It's just two hundred yards over there. Yeah. Um. Uh, Mister, uh, do we know what a- a- Anal's first name is? Fred. Okay. It's Anal's, not Anal's. It's going to maybe it would be leaky. <laughs> oh. Ah. <laughs> uh, Fred, my I I, I have a kind. Name. Rectum. Rectum, yeah. <laughs> uh, Rectum annals. <laughs> um, f- uh, may I call you Fred? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Fred, do you have any standing stones on your property? Standing stones? Well, oh, oh, no, there's a, there's a thought. Um... No, not not surviving ones. You see, um, I used to I used to be in the Royal Engineers. I think I mentioned last night in the pub. Yeah, yeah, I think you mentioned. I, I run a, a demolition com- company. Um, you're not from here. It's like you know, nine or ten mm. miles away over the quarry. But because um, of that, we got explosives. You see, so um, we dynamited all of ours back in the seventies. We had mm. uh, three of them. Uh, three of them. We had. 
Just did you keep any of the rock or uh, for, no, for building? No, or? just uh, we we carted it all off back up the back up the quarry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I mean, you know, I know it sounds that you know people these days they 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 like to preserve that sort of thing. But for us, I mean, it was just a rock in the way. Yeah, it was in the it was in the way. Mm-hmm. You look at the size of a modern combine harvester. You've got to try and get that round like this rock. So you've got great big. It's not just the, the size of the rock. I mean, you've got to go safely round it with the combine harvester. It's true. It's true. You've got a great big area that you can't can't deal with. Mm. And you get the vermin in there as well. They hide in there. No, no doubt about that. Um, you know, it's uh, better to just have a, a clear field to work through. Yeah. And it don't say. Uh, just, I mean, you know, it's it's just an old stone. I mean, it don't do nothing. Right. Uh, just an off offhand question at the quarry where you carted off that stone to a. Uh, Recently, you didn't have any kind of like um, incidents or um, explosions or collapses or anything like that. No, we haven't. Done, we don't do much over the quarry anymore. It's mainly we just use the place for storage, because uh, we can't keep the, the the law says we can't keep the explosives uh, near the village. Fair we enough. Have to keep them over there yeah. at, the, at the quarry. We just got uh, that and a few. Um, I mean, we use this. We we still pulling out some gypsum from there but no nothing nothing untoward them gm would it be possible for me just to walk over where the trees are all burned without like walking across this field or damaging yeah. anything i don't want to damage anything i just want to sort of go over probably there. i mean they, you walk down the just side of the field sort of wander over there yeah okay I'm just going to wander over there and see if there's any weirdness to the. Like if the needed, business. I'll I'll uh, I'll get Mr. Annell's attention with uh, with about the tractor and see if I can yeah. help him out with. Uh, with the, I'm just going to act like I'm going for a walk. Well, well, okay. Well, we'll we'll say that you. you that's um. Make make a spot hidden real quick. Um, no, I missed it by about five points. Can I use luck? Okay. All right. So I pass with luck. Well, now they're they're probably about, about sort of, 15, 16 feet of, of burn damage from that side, side towards South Wales Farm. But what seems quite strange about it is that it doesn't quite look right. There's, it doesn't look like the fire has, has started on that side and burned into the tree line. It looks like there are just sort of random patches that have caught fire here and there inside the tree line. So it seems, you know, like something has has gone almost like someone was maybe spraying them with something, or um, something was uh, burning and rolling through there, or. Um, or oh, I don't know, someone was running through there with a flamethrower or 
but it doesn't look like a there, there are there are burn trees and there are more burn trees and then suddenly you'll see that there are some untouched trees between the burned trees and the field it doesn't look like a brush fire burned up the trees well it doesn't look like the fire has completely gone from the field into the trees some of them are curiously untouched and some are touched in strange ways like the, the, the ones that are burned are completely burned you know and the, and the earth is still scorched and you can see that it's it's you know it's had a a year to recover but it's still the 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 earth is still black now from here can i see um uh the the south wells farm yes okay do i see this pile of hay that they're talking about um just about yes it's quite odd it's like a, it's it's a very old fashioned um Big. round cone cone topped old old fashioned kind of uh, almost sort of decorative haystack I bet there is something underneath that alright and I'm going to wander back to the others okay what about the rest of you what are the rest of you doing we're, we're past our time do you want to keep going folks or do you I'm good either way I don't know, uh, Mick. Are we? I think that would be a good time to to stop. Yeah. All right. So we'll do. We'll. You still got another episode to go. Okay. okay. All right. Let's go ahead and end this thing. Our players included Jeff Wilkins, Bill Mice. Well, he wasn't here tonight, but that's okay. Corey Heistead, Ford Fitch, uh, Josh Hook, and myself with Mick Swan as a keeper of the secrets. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron of our show, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month will help us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe, and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest postings. And be sure to leave us some comments. We love hearing from you. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good gaming.